1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every
2: morning on the Tom Bernard Show app
0: and anytime
2: on demand wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Doing you chewing your face?
3: Oh, I was just biting my lip.
0: God, that looked like it hurt. No. Oh, okay. I'm not,
3: not bleeding out.
0: Well, as long as you're not bleeding out, I'm glad, happy to hear that. You know, i got to ask you guys a question, because this is something I had no knowledge of, and I've studied history over and over and over again, and I don't know why it never came up. Did you know there were like eight presidents before George Washington?
1: No. Nope.
0: You ever heard of that?
2: No. Like, Like president of the board or like actual president of the United States?
0: They were called president of the United States. There were, hmm. I think, eight of them, and I've only heard of one of them. Uh, yeah, if one of you guys could look it up, it's a hell of a story, I guess. I don't know, I don't know where it is, but I mean eight eight or nine presidents before George Washington became the president of the United States. I don't I never yeah. heard of
1: that. Yeah, it looks like we've got a John Hansen in 1715 right. to 1783, right. Elias Boudinot, something, Thomas Mifflin.
3: But John we Hancock. But we weren't yep. United States then. We were a disembodied Colonies franchise
1: yeah
0: they were called president of the united states though
1: Yeah, is it something that they just we now call them presidents of the united states where back in the day they were you know hey i'm in charge of these five little huts over here
0: they only had five huts yeah maybe i just you know who you know who revealed this on national television why it's even a story who's Hmm. that i bet you'll never guess who revealed it very talented guy there's no question about it i didn't know he was a Fantastic historian, which I guess he was he's dead now unfortunately, died very young. I'll give you some hints before you can get no he revealed this on national television the first time I've ever heard of it anyway, and catherine found the article okay but um let's see how can i how can I start giving you hints on who it was he, He's from Minnesota, okay, oh. that's one thing okay that doesn't open a lot of doors for you no Chris. Yes, it was Chris Eggert. Absolutely. It was Chris Eggert. He was a very talented musician. That should lead you a long way toward who it was. Can I take a stab? Sure.
2: Either A, Bob Dylan, or B, Prince?
0: You are correct. It was Prince. All right. You know, I don't know that people realize how smart Prince really was. Prince was a brilliant man. There's no question about that. Uh, Across the board, he studied history, I mean the guy he was a hell of a hell of a smart guy. Unfortunately, what did he die like 53 or something like that?
1: I'm trying
2: to think. He died in what? I, 2017?
0: Like, oh god, is it that long ago already?
2: 2018, I remember yeah, I was in college.
1: Yeah, it's like 2017 57.
3: 2018. 57 Okay, right.
0: Fifty seven. Yeah, it was fifty seven. OK, yeah. See, uh, I like I said, I met him once and I got he said hello. And that was about it. Did not look like we had a long conversation, but I had no idea there were all those presidents uh, before George Washington. And they were indeed called the president of the United States. So hmm. I don't know why we don't. Why don't we honor them today? Yeah, I mean, nobody know, knows about it.
1: Yeah, it looks like they were referred to as presidents of the United States in Congress assembled there you go so once we shortened the name up then we restarted our count. Hmm.
0: that's it We will get to george washington to move forward from there
1: uh yeah it looks like when he was elected he acknowledged all one two whatever six or eight of them that were there but yeah after the once it was shortened to the united states at least according to this website they restarted the count because they considered it something different
0: hmm. yeah but why wasn't this taught in school it's kind of interesting nobody ever taught us this
2: yeah I'm looking uh-huh. at the list and I, I like I recognize some of the names uh, like oh, Peyton, Peyton Randolph, John Hancock, Henry Lawrence, um, I guess Sam Huntington. Maybe there was two Huntingtons, things, but um, like I know a couple of the guys on the list. But, yeah, I, I never knew that they were in that position prior to Washington.
0: See, look at that. Catherine actually found this story and was telling me about it. And I was like, what? I've never even heard of that kind of thing. And then she told me Prince was the one who revealed it on national television or I shouldn't say revealed it, but talked about it on national television, which I I find that stuff fascinating that we don't even know a pretty big part of our history. Because most people don't even know who those people are. Well, John Hancock, they know who he is, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that's about the deal. So look at this. We're four minutes in. You've already learned a huge amount about history in the United States. You see what I'm saying?
1: You're yeah. welcome. And,
0: yeah. And well, I guess
1: now that I'm in the rabbit hole of looking at this, some people are <laughs> saying there were as many as 14 men who were president before George, George really? Washington. So yeah. So I don't know. there's a whole uh, secret society of, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. A couple people are saying there was 14 chief executives before George chief Washington. Chief executives. Yeah, hmm.
0: But only, I think eight of them were called, or eight or nine of them were called, called the president, president of the United oh, okay. States. Exactly. Uh, moving on to really important news, because this is really important news uh, to kick off the show. Car dealer pays marine to kill sex worker. Thank you for that story kicking things off. Really oh,
2: dang! We're jumping in hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely
0: Jumping in hot, ladies and gentlemen. Wealthy car dealer paid ex-IDF marines to kill escort blackmailer over threats that expose sex trysts. I, I don't understand something. Mm-hmm. Why would you have a sex, sex tryst without understanding it's probably going to get revealed someday? So, why are you doing it? If you're so afraid of that, why are you doing it?
3: I don't know. Enough to kill somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to kill somebody. Exactly. That's a very good point. Right. You get so worked up, you're going to kill someone. Right. Yeah. And in the
1: grand scheme of things, we wouldn't know who this Texas businessman was if he didn't blackmail and kill this girl. Like, he could have just taken the L. His wife finds out, they probably get divorced, and then he continues with his life, where now he's going to prison.
3: Listen, if you hired a sex worker, I'll still buy a car from you.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) They showed that deal last night. I can't remember where it was in Congress or whatever, but there's a guy talking to us. But they're both, like, I think, state Congress people. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it was, but it doesn't matter where it was. The guy's leaning over talking to his buddy, and he doesn't realize that their mics are still on because they clip every, you know, they they got the, the desktop mic in front of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't realize the mics are still on. He goes, yeah, man, you should have seen this bitch. She was fine. I was all over her. Man, we had sex. I was spanking her. And everybody could hear what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, that's a little bizarre, don't you think?
3: That's hilarious.
2: Like it's I, also like- obvious. Yes, I get that they're normal people too, but I feel like as soon as you show up to work at Congress, yeah, yeah. maybe like that
3: talk, you ha- like you just it's like anything, you know? right?
1: Yeah, you don't. The water cooler talk is a little different in Congress <laughs> yeah. than it is at your you know. Yeah, but here's the thing building.
3: too. Am I crazy that like as coworkers, if like I don't even want to use you guys as an example. Let's say a made-up person named Kevin was like, that sounds too close to Tevin. Right. Sorry, that's the name of my cat. Generally. Um, yeah. we'll say frank if frank showed up and was like i was spanking this guy i'd be like i am your co-worker sir like <laughs> right. we right. do not need to so- yeah
1: i don't care like <laughs> yeah. there is especially guys that get that fraternity type vibe where they're like oh yeah look at that girl let me talk about that and i'm like dude just like i'm not 12 at work people right. do that oh absolutely i've had jobs where it was like oh man she's so good and they go and get everybody else gather around so we can all go look it's like guys I need everybody to exhale like you've you never seen a woman before. Like what's all
0: going okay, I'm going to reveal to you some very these are deep sex secrets that I have. Yeah. I've never spanked anyone.
3: Oh, well I actually yeah. feel like you're missing out.
0: Sure. Here. Absolutely, no question about it. I never choked anyone out uh while having sex. Never that's, did that either. That's okay. So I've missed out on a lot of things in life, apparently, that I could sit in Congress and talk about on a hot mic. What, first of all, if there's a mic in front of you, shut up. I know. Yeah. You just assume that it's on. Even yeah. if it's off, you think, nope, that thing's still on. Yeah. How, and the guy, by the way, apparently, as soon as his wife and three kids found out about it, uh, they fired him from Congress. He was kicked out of Congress, I, I guess, like the next day. But I still don't understand why you would even, why would I turn to one of you two on this show during a break? Like we're in break, and I'd go, you know what I did last night? I choked this guy out with a chain, and he's dead. What?
3: I if you started talking about your sex life during our breaks, I would end my life.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. We just take I'd take each other out; it'd be <laughs> unbelievable. No, I, I I agree. I don't I don't oh. I never wanted to hear that stuff. When you were a teenager, you heard a lot of that, you know. I. I felt it up over the dress, and I don't care. What are you telling me for? The only
3: time in my life it was an acceptable. I mean, obviously, like everyone has friends, and you can talk to your friends about whoever. But only time in my life I like allowed coworkers to be very inappropriate, like and tell whatever things was when I was deployed because we lived together and we were the only interaction. So I would listen to stories. And they were like years ago, because obviously we were deployed for a year. So they'd be t- whatever. I would let the guys talk about whatever, because that was our only out. There were
0: yeah, some of them were sense.
3: literally 19 years old. So like, let live and let be. <laughs> but if nowadays, don't you have friends? Like, I would never be like, hey AJ, you should have known what Justin and I did last right. night. Like, oh my like gosh, I have right. friends
2: like that I would talk to about that. See, for me, it's like it's like a vacation that somebody else took. If I wasn't there, I don't really care to hear about it. Yep. You know?
0: All right. Yep.
3: Like, unless it's a funny story and you yeah. tell your friends about it, like it's a mishap. But like, what else, you know, especially now, nobody wants to hear about marital sex, Tom.
0: I wouldn't think so. I mean, honestly, you know, I was with him last night and he shoved a popsicle up my ass. Uh, who cares? I don't. Good. I'm glad you're happy. And you okay. had a good time, but I don't care. Right. If you need, if you feel the need to tell me you had
1: sex last night, you can just say I had sex, and that's all I need to know. Like I don't need yeah. to hear all yep. the details of every little thing.
0: And even that's too much. I don't. Even care. that's
1: <laughs> weird. You came in.
0: <laughs> okay. In any case, a married Texas businessman, father or two, was entangled with a Nashville, Tennessee escort, and then blackmailed by her on and off uh, again lover, Eric Charles Mound. M-A-U-N-D, would you pronounce that Mound? It's Mound, isn't it?
1: Yeah, sure. I don't think he's going to call in and say anything if it's wrong.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) The heir to a lucrative Austin-based car company received anonymous threatening texts about a month after his extramarital escapade with 33-year-old Holly Williams. They demanded $25,000. Over the next 11 days, the situation spiraled out of control. Mound's privately funded investigation into uh, who sent the extortion demands became a murder for hire plot. (laughs) Boy, that took a big turn, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Involving a retired Israeli Defense Force member and two retired U.S. Marines on March 12, 2020, the day after Mound was supposed to pay up, Williams and her then-boyfriend William Lanway, who sent the uh, blackmail text, were found dead in a Nashville construction site with bullet holes in their heads. Is yeah. this Zero nice Dark
2: Thirty? What is the Ex- personnel required for this job?
1: Dude, execution style and go out and dump them in a construction site. Is there anything more just stereotypical than that <laughs> going on? Wait, wait. Are
0: you taking shots at Italians here? Is that what you're saying?
1: Whatever Russian, Italian mob, whoever burying people in concrete <laughs> where they're never going to be found again type of thing. That's, it sounds like something straight out of a movie.
0: Okay, uh, Phil is out of town today. That's why he's not on. Does anybody want to talk about any sports? No no sports going on right now, are there?
1: It was a big night
2: once
0: again for the Wolves in mm-hmm. the yep. Wild. Yep. Oh, was well, really last night?
1: Yeah. A couple more Ws. Um, your favorite Gopher football team, uh, their quarterback, is now transferring out. Have you heard that news? Oh. No. Doesn't surprise me. No. Well, they – so obviously they have the bowl game coming up, and typically it's just three more weeks of practice – And then we'll move on to next season Mm -hmm. when, you know, our bowl game is over. But the coach came in or announced that they're bringing in a new recruit or a new guy in the transfer portal that is probably going to start. And so then two quarterbacks, Kelly McManus, a starter, and then one other guy that was a backup to a backup is like, yeah, we're out. Deuces.
2: Yeah, one of the running backs too, I think Zach Brown, Zachary Brown, he was like the – third string or second string, but he was poised to be probably the next Mm -hmm. like lead running back. And he's like, yeah, respect my decision. (laughs) I'm out.
0: (laughs) Really? So honest, Scott, everybody. So so what do you see from this? Is it going to improve the team? Is it going to make the team worse? I mean, how do you see this?
1: I don't know how good the new quarterback coming in is, but I think the team is going to get worse just because even if the players are better, the teams coming into the Big Ten from the Pac-12 – are all head and shoulders like will piss pound the Gophers by 30 points? Yeah. So their record's not getting better anytime soon.
2: Yeah, and PJ's like bread and butter was the run game, and so if he's losing any running backs, cause you got to think he mm-hmm. was like some. You could argue some of his best seasons were when he had Mo Ibrahim back there running for yep. like 300 yards a game or something like that. So losing any running back in a in a system where you expect they're going to get touches in mm-hmm. a, enough that's not a right. great sign. So they're going to yeah. have to re- uh, replenish and hopefully just pull a gem out of somewhere that can really just step up.
1: Yeah. Because his whole MO is an offensive play call of that that he called the offense, but his offensive philosophy was definitely a, you know, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, play action, take a deep shot, which is a very old school way of playing. And now you're getting all these pac 12 teams and even the teams at the top of the big 10 where they're more pass oriented and they're running up the score. And it's hard to play a ball control game when the other team's putting up 50.
0: Now that we're in this division, is there any chance this team is ever going to be good again? They're going to get slaughtered for many years.
1: I mean, I hope they're good, but the You'd hope right. is about all we got because yeah. <laughs> it's not looking great. There has to be significant improvements.
2: The hope is what kills you, is what they
1: say. Yeah. It's like not they, well, that's true.. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because they're literally bringing in the best teams from a different conference to now mm-hmm. push Minnesota from fighting for you know, third to now they're going to be fighting for like eighth.
0: <laughs> Not good, you know hey they finished ninth last year so eighth this year is great yeah wonderful that's uh yeah they got to do something about that program over there and again i don't understand how that that athletic director is still even around he has won nothing the whole time he's been here has he won anything no and i heard yesterday
1: some people talking because when PJ got hired, his big thing was, oh, I'm going to be this great recruiter and we're into these top classes. And like his highest recruiting class has been ranked like 28th or something like that. <laughs> and Most of them are in the mid to low 30s. And so it's like you're not even doing the one thing that you said you were going to be able to do yeah. much better than everybody else.
0: And the other thing about it is and we've talked about this before. I am heartbroken that the Minnesota Gopher basketball team, the men's basketball team sucks so badly. Mm. I was a huge fan back in the day. I was but it's been many years since I've even watched a game. Now, That team is terrible. Yeah. What are we going to do about
1: this? It I don't know. It there's it you got to start with bringing in the right players and I think adjusting the way cuz college athletics is different. It's no longer just find the best uh, you know, seniors in high school and develop them and get like now you have to work the transfer portal. And that's almost more important than bringing up, you know, some five star uh, recruit. You have to find yeah. the transfer portal people that have been there and done that. And it's it sucks. And we can't keep people that are in our own state. Like you need a group where you got to convince a group of kids yeah. that are in state that are really good to stay. So that way you can kind of build around that and hopefully get some momentum.
2: I'm not a huge like college football fan, like altogether. But the thing mm-hmm. I love about it is. The transfer portal. The name might be the best thing about college football. Like, you know how cool it. I would. I would switch schools every year because I'm hopping into the transfer portal. Like that just yep. sounds so cool.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> around Captain Kirk. <laughs> That's what that is. That's Star Trek, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. beam that me was up, up Scotty. <laughs> It was a portal, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure they, they went into the portal, didn't they? Yeah, I they? think so.
2: Yeah, portal or beam. Like they had, I mean, lasers or whatever. They had a bunch there. Oh, yeah,
1: it's the wild, wild west. Like, they, there was 86 kids. They just did an article on uh, Yahoo about the, all the players from Colorado that got, you know, yeah. mass exodus from that school once uh, Dion mm. showed up. And yep. the one player was like, he was like, yeah, I went through spring ball. Coach said I was doing great. Uh, one day I got a text that we're having a meeting over at the uh, stadium He said he showed up, and there was fifty other players all lined up outside of Deion Sanders' office. And he was like, one after another, we all went in, and it was, "Thanks, have a nice life" type of thing. It was a less than five minute conversation. He was like, and as I walked out, the player that was replacing me walked in. Oh my god! I was like, oh Oh. my gosh! So yeah, Tom. Did he
0: did he win any games? Just very quickly, AJ. Yeah. Did he win
1: any games? Uh, they got off to a very hot start and then completely, yeah. completely fell apart because their That's team isn't very good. Their offensive line was terrible. Yeah. They and they
2: missed a couple, like a couple people got hurt their best receiver, but that leads yep. into what I was oh. going to ask you that he finished four and eight this year. And then sports illustrated named him the sports person of the year. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> Because he can, he's changed the culture and the expectation of the school where it's, it's clearly on the come up where like PJ Fleck, kind of had the same philosophy of I'm going to come in and change everything. But then he didn't change anything. He just kept talking about I'm yeah. going to change it. And so people are like, well, this is all just kind of BS. Whereas Dion yeah. was like, I'm going to change everything. And then day one, here's 86 new people.
0: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We'd have to take a break here. And I have to apologize to, to Brittany because she had this all teed up. We will get to the story that you sent me, Brittany. We didn't get to it in this segment, but we will get in. one of them. She wanted me to read the story. Hospital worker has sex with corpses
3: yeah baby <laughs>
0: yeah, It's baby. Friday you actually sent me that story
1: I didn't but I am in I, I sent it and just oh. wait until you read the story.
0: Ugh, I'm like I, like I get
1: goosebumps from ugh.
0: it's nasty, isn't it?
1: It's not great.
0: Uh, that's what I thought. We'll get to it at some point. That's all I'm having to say here. We got a little Chris Eggert coming up next. We'll take a break here. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office valuation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew that they could help you. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael
3: Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as painless to me,
2: has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998.
3: When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional
0: space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you think of that action, KL Surplus and Ammo is your one stop shop for all firearms related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models, has a huge selection of trap loads as well. Well, fall hunting is here. Head to KL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. KL Surplus and Ammo is veteran owned, offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off anything on the store anything in the store 10% off. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Now we're talking. Ladies and gentlemen, is the lovely and talented Chris Egret. What's his name? Turgot.
2: Egret. He's, he's uh, not with us yet, unfortunately. Well, that's stiff. I know. Yeah.
0: Is this another one of his Fargo deals where he's off, you know, hanging around uh, with his buddies and pretends that he can't find his way back home? Yeah.
2: No. No, I... I think he's in the office. I just, uh, I just don't think he's joined it. He may be having some tech issues. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think, think he's usually this. on at eight thirty, isn't he? Uh, it says here. Yeah,
0: it does say eight thirty, but we always try to get him on mm-hmm. earlier than that. that. So, in other words, uh, because we did the break on time, we got back to. Zoom. <laughs> I got eight thirty on time. Yeah. That's really, Okay. Yeah, that's so good. Great. That's a very good point. So yeah, he's not on because we actually were on time. So I actually can talk about. Britney's favorite story: uh, Hospital worker having sex with uh, corpses.
3: Please, yes.
0: yes. Uh, you've seen the pictures. Uh, you guys seen the picture of this guy?
3: No, I yeah, haven't clicked on it yet.
1: I have, and he looks exactly like you would think he does.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks like somebody's uncle that's never been married. One of those guys. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's not great. Yep.
0: What's that face? You're making a your big clicked bin. on it and
3: I just, then I imagine him having sex with corpses and I don't know uh. who's benefiting less. <laughs>
0: do you think the corpses bitch the whole time he's doing it, even though they're dead?
3: Yeah, they're like, I could do better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: there you go. Good take. A British government ordered inquiry said uh, Tuesday it found serious failings at hospitals where an electrician, oh, he's an electrician, who was later convicted of murder. Well, had been able to have sex with more than 100 corpses over 15 years without being detected. Once again, isn't one of the great things about sex is when the other person responds? Uh, yeah, yes.
3: that's, that's nice. I like that.
0: be <laughs> good. I, honest to God. Uh, David Fuller's necrophilia was uncovered in 2020 when police used DNA to tie him to the 1987 slayings of two women who also uh, also discovered millions of images of sexual abuse in his home. Millions of images. How is that possible? I'm millions sure. of images of sexual abuse in his home. The images included videos of him having sex with the dead bodies of uh, women and girls in the mortuaries at two hospitals where he worked in the Southeast of England. The offenses that David Fuller committed were truly shocking. Uh, the 308 page inquiry report said However, the failures of management, governance, regulation and processes and a persistent lack of curiosity all contributed to persistent lack of curiosity is an odd way to put that, isn't it? Right. Yeah,
3: that's a really subtle way of saying. Yeah, that. yeah I don't even want to. Yeah.
1: Right. Like, because at some point you got to go, hey, why is the electrician hanging around so much? Yeah. <laughs> like, what Correct. None of the lights aren't working. <laughs> like They're all up and running. It's fine.
2: That's weird. That's the third time this week he's yeah. changed that light bulb
0: there you go a persistent lack of curiosity all contributed to the creation of the environment in which he was able to offend this is not solely the story of a rogue electrical maintenance supervisor david fuller's victims and their relatives were repeatedly let down by those at all levels whose job it was to protect and care for them that's a very see now that's the point of the entire story yeah if they had done their jobs he would have never gotten away with this
3: yeah i don't think you should have access to just dead body. Like I don't think I yes. should be able to walk into yeah. a morgue and be like practice makeup on dead bodies. Like that was just an example because I don't want to.
0: Yeah. Like it's yep. just
3: weird that that's his, he has access.
0: You ever happened upon a dead body?
3: I've seen dead bodies.
0: Yeah. I mean, just kind of walked up on one. That's the one was in the uh, the the parking lot of a well i won't say the name of the grocery store because it's not their fault but it was an older guy that got out of his car and as soon as he got out of his car and shut the door he dropped dead so then i pull up a few minutes later right behind where he's parked and i get out of my car and there's a dead body laying there Dang. which is really sad i mean the guys just trying to pick up a you know a little sandwich or something and rest he croaks
3: rest in hmm. peace i mean that's not a bad way to go i guess
0: and the other one, I'm walking along over at uh, Theater Worth over there by the creek, Bassett's Creek over there. And I yeah. look down in the creek and there's a dead hooker at the bottom of the creek. I knew was it was a hooker? only after later. I knew it was a hooker because they reported it on television. That's how I knew okay. she was a hooker.
3: Um,
0: well, what are you laughing at, AJ?
2: No, just the way, just the way you phrased that.
0: Well, I, you know, I didn't recognize, oh, that's that was- hooker that I used to, no, that's not it.
2: That's Jenny from the corner. I see right. her every night. I drive by.
0: <laughs> well, that's but probably no. true. Cinnamon. But- <laughs> yeah, and I got to be honest with you. I, I, there were, no, one was a woman, one was a guy, but I didn't look in the creek and go, hey, maybe I should get on and strip her. What do you think?
3: I hope not. Well, I hope, hope not. Know. I'm glad that that was not your first thought. Yeah.
0: Yes. No, you're absolutely right. It was not, that, not, it was not my 1,000 thought either. It's like, oh, my God. And the cops got there about two seconds later, thank God. So they had already been notified of that. Because back in the day, there were no cell phones. so I mean, you couldn't just call the cops from mm-hmm. and stand there and watch her. That just couldn't happen. But it got taken care of, thank God. Uh, this is not solely the uh, story of a rogue electrician, uh, electrical maintenance supervisor, David Fuller's victims, and their relatives could repeatedly let down by those at all levels. We talked about that. Fuller, 69. Get it? He's (laughs)
4: sixty-nine.
1: It's a sex (laughs) number.
0: That's not a coincidence. He is serving life sentence with no chance of release after pleading guilty to two counts of murder. He is serving uh, a concurrent twelve-year term after admitting dozens of instances of necrophilia that the prosecutor in the case said had never been seen on the scale before in a British court. Would most of those people, I assume, be cold as ice? Wouldn't they? The dead bodies. Yeah, they can't. Like (sighs) it can't be feel
1: good like why it's just no like like why would you and then (laughs) lower down it was like at least 101 girls and women aged nine to a hundred so this guy nine to a hundred yeah he was all over the place he didn't it wasn't like he had a specific type just dead was his type
0: oh you're right fuller committed 140 violations against the bodies of at least 101 girls and women aged nine to a hundred yeah jesus palomino And the worst news than that, that Chris Eggers now here. So that makes it even
4: worse. Uh, I didn't know it was that many people. Good Lord. Can can you believe that?
0: Oh my God, Chris. Did you you guys cover this story on the the TV news? (laughs) We
4: did not have it on the news. (laughs) But uh, oddly enough, last night around, oh, I don't know. Let me look. Let me check my phone. Somewhere around, oh, six, seven o'clock last night, I texted that. A picture of that dude and the headline to one of my best friends was like, <laughs> oh my god
0: now chris would you say first of all yeah, I introduce you. channel five's chris it, Hager. i just
4: i just texted right. him this who's this that dude. guy that's so, not the yeah, guy that guy's different
0: well, more than one. Guy.
4: Uh, this is an arizona man accused of sexual contact with 79 year old corpse says he had medical episode and fell on body. Oh, Oh, no,
1: that's that's child's play compared to this guy. This guy was in in Britain, Britain, British. He's British. He's from England. I can't talk today. And it was over 101 females from uh, 9 years old to 100 years old.
4: Oh, God.
0: 140 violations, actually. Oh, God. Yeah. 140 violations, women aged 9 to 100. Oh, you know, I'm at the bar and I'm having a drink. Let me tell you I've I had sex with all of them. That's all I'm saying. Every age of every woman. Jesus. What drives you to something like like that?
4: Uh, your penis, Tom. What's that? Your penis, Tom.
0: Your penis would drive you right to this like, "Wait a minute. Why are you popping up? There's a de- there's a dead there's a corpse here and all of a sudden you have an erection? What the hell is that?"
2: It's given popping up a whole new meaning.
0: Yeah. Bob, but no, yeah, well, that's, true. Okay. that's, that's true. I still have to do the introduction, though. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute valuation: 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome him by talking about guys banging dead women bodies.
4: I, I was not expecting that. I was expecting to have Judd on and be hearing some <laughs> conversation about the new Wild Coach and how the team yeah. seems energized uh you know with new coach and whatnot and then i heard this so thank you for that tevin actually phil
0: Phil is out of town that's why he wasn't on today Uh aha so there you go so you have to pick up the slack now that we didn't have him on you have to do a much better job
4: well the wild one last night and a -hmm. a kid got a hat trick and his picture was on social media and he looked like he was 12 and i felt like a really (laughs) old man (laughs) seeing that picture he's he's holding all three pucks and i'm like oh my god look at that kid he's just a little boy but i
0: know that there's no question about that these these young and then someone come out there what 22 23 out of college that's about right well the
4: hockey thing is such a (laughs) weird thing where they can they can start doing some of this like yeah Right, AJ, like semi-proish type stuff when they're really young, and yeah,
2: I just saw a clip actually of some 27-year-old absolutely pummeling a 17-year-old over in Czechia. But <laughs> in Canada, you can start playing at like 16, and then they call it's the Canadian Hockey League, so the CHL. But yeah, they, those guys play until they're like draft eligible. So like Connor Bedard, who was the number one overall pick, he's playing now for the Blackhawks, and he's 18 years old.
4: Man, yeah, that's
2: crazy. and he looks about like he's 14 years old.
0: Isn't that amazing that he, these young athletes? What wasn't ba- Babe Ruth was very, very young when he started baseball, was he not? He was like 17 or something like that. That's what at least that's what I've been told. So oh. when you got that athletic ability, man, you got it.
1: Yeah, no, no, no that's no. true. And could you imagine being a grown man and now you're out here in some and obviously Connor's very, very good, so it's like a once in a generational type talent, but yeah. you're like. I'm 30 years old. I've been you know, playing very well, and now I've got this 18-year-old that can't buy cigarettes that is just absolutely making me look like a child.
4: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Probably hey, why he wanted to beat his ass, you know? Yep.
0: There's no doubt about well, it. Back in the days when I used to lift weights a lot, you'd get these young guys that come in. They just out of the box, hadn't even started lifting weights yet, were stronger than the son of a son bitch. And that – I suppose, as the human being develops over the years of, you know, from the Cro-Magnon to now, as the, the muscle development's going to be much better. Brain development has not been better, unfortunately. Or maybe it's the use of the brain that hasn't developed. Do you think that's what it is?
4: <laughs> well, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know.
4: They're all, they're all zombies. They've never known anything other than a phone in front of their face their entire life. No, so, it's, it's you know. a
0: good point. Actually, that's a very good point so any what 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 was like the head news story the lead news story this morning
4: well the ceasefire ended uh overseas Run. that we yeah. were tracking that this morning um we did have an update to that explosion i told you guys about yesterday morning in south st paul uh one person did die yeah um which i think i told you that yesterday looking at the what was left over which wasn't much of that house i mean i yeah. Anybody who was in there, there's, there. I mean, there's just no way they could have. Um, so that, uh, although I guess maybe it's a miracle there weren't more people that were hurt or even some houses in the neighborhood. Um, yeah. we, were, we were able to get some uh, like eyewitness, like phone video of it from neighbors, and I mean it's crazy. Uh, no cause at this point that I'm really? aware of. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm, sure I'm sure they'll talk about you know natural gas leak and of course that's mm. stuff they usually go back and look for so and then that uh this uh cantaloupe salmonella outbreak has been just in the news quite a lot and it like minnesota it's impacting minnesota more than it is any of the other states which is super weird but i don't know if you guys have been paying attention to
0: that at yeah, all
1: yeah i saw somebody called us like the epicenter for cantaloupe salmonella so yeah
0: yeah PR. which is super weird yep. um I have a question. How does it get into the cantaloupe in the first place?
4: I don't have an answer for that. I I know that some of it has been um, pre-cut.
0: Oh, But it's, okay. also, but it's also
4: whole cantaloupe. So oh. I was going to say, with the pre-cut, you could you could, you know, uh, you could just kind of think about it and go, well, maybe whatever kind of equipment yeah. they're using to cut that stuff is what. But um, you know, I know what normally happens with. Anytime there's a salmonella outbreak, like lettuce or vegetables, it's usually because the fruit on the outside was dirty with, yeah. like, you know, uh, duty or something like that is what it usually comes down to.
0: Duty, really?
4: <laughs> okay. Duty. This is coming from doc, uh, Dr. Chris Eggert, uh, a yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. usually what. It, I remember that there was like a romaine lettuce outbreak several years ago, and yep. it turned out that like the water that was coming through some of the ditches that were they were using to irrigate it was dirty, and I, I know that's how that whole thing happened. So, hmm. anyway.
0: God, isn't that amazing? That uh, have you guys ever had? I have never had salmonella. You guys ever had salmonella poisoning? No. Nope. No. no. At least you get sicker than hell, don't you?
4: Yeah, it, it doesn't sound. Nah, it does not sound good. Obviously, I mean. Freaking two people died, so that's crazy.
0: That's And this is from cantaloupe.
4: And cantaloupe's so gross anyway. It's right.
3: not that's worth so... it. No. <laughs> it's never worth it. Thank you. Like, yes, I could go really? my whole life never eating cantaloupe again and be Agree. just fine. Yep.
0: Agree. Really? You guys, yeah. none, none
1: before you like cantaloupe. Oh, it's terrible.
3: It's like something that if my mom, like, cut it up and put it in front of me, I'd be, like, fine and eat one. But, yeah. like, I would never, out of my own accord, go cut a cantaloupe and eat it.
0: Well, why don't you guys get off your ass and spend more than a dime per melon? Buying the cheap stuff, that's probably what it is. I, mean, I don't even
3: know what the market is for melons. I'll be really either. on. I'm going to be really vulnerable that. right now. I don't know what I should be paying for melons. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I love I love cheap melons. So. <laughs>
0: hey. Hey, you should hook up with that that guy. What was his yeah. name? Ken Fuller? or yeah. What? <laughs> I, hear, no, like, I hear it, there's a uh, morgue over in
1: England that's hiring an electrician. Yeah. They have an opening for you. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, 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 I've never liked cantaloupe though. I just it tastes weird. It's, yeah. it's
0: not. It's slimy and there's, yeah. there's just better fruit. Yep. Why don't you guys buy better fruit? Slimy cantaloupe ish. It's just wow. that.
3: It's even good cantaloupe. is like, all right, this is okay. It's like not watermelon. Yeah, right. I'm not yeah. going to
4: pretend it's watermelon. And watermelon isn't even that great. Thank okay, you. take it what? easy. Devin, I agree with you on that, Kevin. I agree. It, take it easy. Um, I could live the rest of my life and exactly. never taste a watermelon, and my life would be just fine. Yes, because
1: yes. watermelon looks delicious, but it never is as juicy and flavorful. It's all mealy and
3: okay. Now I'm with Tom. You guys need to up your grocery. No, prices. it's <laughs> like
1: watermelon. It can be good, but a lot of times it doesn't taste as good as it looks.
3: It's the LaCroix
2: water of fruit. Like yes, you think it's going to be go. so much more flavor. than you're biting, you're like, this is the most underwhelming thing. Which ever.
1: makes sense because both
0: of them love La Croix. Maybe you should not shop at like cheap shit acres. Yeah. I'm um, Good fruit. Spend a little money for God's sake.
3: There's watermelon that will like change your world when you bite yeah. into it. I doubt it.
0: She's not lying. No question. So what? is it okay. So basically it's apples and bananas and that's it. Yeah. Perverts. That's what you like.
2: No, no. I like I like like uh, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. Right. Mango is all great. Mango phenomenal. A peach in my opinion is a top five fruit of all time. A what good, about a good pear? pair? Pears, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's better than a cantaloupe, that's for sure.
0: All right, it's time to move on. People are starting to pull over on the side of the road going, what the hell are they doing?
4: I know.
2: It's, welcome <laughs> to the fruit hour here <laughs> on the Tom Bernard Show. I, I just got
4: a report. Wait, I just got a report from a newsroom that three people that purposely drove their cars into the ditch. On <laughs> <804 W. laughs> yeah. See, there you go.
0: Look what we've done. It's just horrible what, what we've else?
4: done. What uh, else? Hill's going to open today for skiing. Oh, that's good. They're suppose. supposed to decide on a Minneapolis schools uh, superintendent by the end of the day today, too. So uh, there's a local gal who was uh, a daughter of a former mayor. And there's a gal from uh, Tennessee, who are the two people there. So
0: this is to be the head of all schools in Minnesota. No, no, no. Uh, Minneapolis yeah. public schools. Oh, just Minneapolis public schools. Which
4: is a uh, that's a tough job. It's very, tough a very job. tough job. There's all kinds of challenges with that district and. But, you know, of course, because it's Minneapolis, there's a billion different political nuances and considerations that would have to be taken into place with that job. So, um, I, my, my, if I had to guess, I'd guess the, the local gal will get it just because I think they probably understand the landscape of yeah. our community a little bit more. But maybe they want, you know, somebody from the outside to give it a fresh perspective, too. Who knows?
0: Uh, we shall see. They never called and asked me. I could have gone over there and taken care of uh, it. You'd have been
4: great at it, Tom.
0: I'd have been... Was it commissioner of schools? What's it called? Yep.
4: Superintendent.
0: Superintendent. Superintendent. I go First of all, you know what's interesting as time goes forward, and this is because of digital, obviously, that no one uses cursive anymore. So most people under the age of like twenty five cannot read cursive because they've never seen it. That's yep. pretty interesting, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yep. they're they're kind of dumb though because it's not like cursive's that different from
4: normal writing. Well, they don't teach it.
0: They I know, but like you anymore. can
4: figure it out. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's not their fault. They don't teach. Chi- I don't. I was not taught Chinese, so right. I can't. If you're relating these two
3: things, I'm gonna have to just no. stop you right now.
1: I, I agree with Chris. It's like I don't read hieroglyphics either. Like you don't need. Right. What do you? You don't need cursive. Other than
0: yeah, I'm your just signature. saying that. That's like the point. The point is that's how the world has changed. I mean, oh, I'm sure, sure. Yeah. it's yeah. A good. Thing. So, yeah, yeah, you don't need cursive. That's why we don't use it anymore. But the fact that people can't read it anymore to a person in my era is kind of weird because you had to learn how to write and read cursive and to this day my handwriting sucks like you wouldn't believe i have terrible handwriting
4: whenever i'm writing out a check for whatever reason i put that in cursive and you're always like
1: <laughs>
4: like the six yeah. what does an yeah. x look like it's like a, uh, like like a two-year-old wrote out the check right. i make
3: it sing songy
1: just like live my life or like what was it uh billy madison where he's drawing on the whiteboard and he's does the Z's just like a squiggly line? Totally. Right. Can't figure
2: it out. Totally. Yeah. Well, well, when I sign stuff and I do Frederickson, I do F R E and then just a long yeah. squiggle. I'm like the yep. person, the like the waiter at this restaurant is going to judge me so hard, but I don't care. Yeah.
0: It's hilarious you do that because my signature there's a T, a squiggle, and a D. Yeah. That says mm-hmm. Tom Bernard.
2: There you go. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's it. I mean, th- people do not use curs other than signing for things, because you're never going to get to the point where you can use, you know, printed text to to sign You'll something. You'll use hey, your
4: hey, eyeballs, Tom. Use mm-hmm. your
0: eyeballs, man. No, I, I. We've made some advancements. There's no doubt about that. But, well, I suppose we'll always have to sign our checks because otherwise, it'd be too easy to. To duplicate, I, I would think. Yeah, but yeah. they don't
3: check that. No, like, no. You could literally put anything on that. So well, you could put.
0: That's not good news that they no. don't even check who signed no, the no, check. No. Well, there, there was a.
1: He helped with, uh, like, if it was a federal officer type guy that helped with the Target hack back when the mm-hmm. red cards, and he was like solving that issue. And he was saying that you could literally write on the electric scanner, I stole this credit card and hit OK. <laughs> and it would be like, signature accepted. Congratulations with your purchase. Yes, yeah, it means nothing.
0: That's not good.
4: No, that is not, not good great. news.
0: Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, would be nice if everybody finished their job, don't you think?
4: Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. overrated.
0: Over. Yeah. So we'll just keep we'll keep getting people stealing our checks and nobody checks on them. So
4: <laughs> it's ridiculous. You. We just had I had a bunch of um, random charges fraud charges pop up on our credit card the other night oh really and they said they were to etsy which i don't buy stuff on etsy and nobody in my family oh. buys stuff on etsy which just sucks because you like look and you see like all these charges and they were big um but to like call the bank and go through that process it's like an everyday freaking thing for them to get these fraud yeah these fraud charges like it's it's and i think that's probably why you got like your targets or whatever that let their guard down because they're like well the banks are going to guarantee it when it gets to that level anyway even if it is fraud it's it's unfortunately become such commonplace
0: yeah it's a whole different world No, i was trying to think the last time i did uh i yeah, well, I do send checks still out in the mail. See, Catherine never sends anything in the mail anymore. She pays it online always. She never, ever sends checks anymore. And I should probably get to that point, shouldn't I?
4: No.
3: Yeah. No,
4: no, Tom, yeah, how Compromise long... your credit card numbers, Tom.
0: Keep yeah, it, there you go.
4: Keep it Tom, close to the vest.
3: Tom, how long would you wait to report your card missing if you lost it in your life?
0: Um, about five seconds.
3: Okay. Mine's yeah. like three days because I'll eventually find it in my
1: house usually. Mm. Oh, that's happened to me before. When I was in college, I looked everywhere for my like debit card, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I lost it! Call the bank, cancel it, it's stolen." Next day, put on some pants. There it is in my pocket. <laughs> Just yeah. a
2: disaster. Weren't, weren't parents well. wearing those pants. Weren't wearing pants the entire day. Prior oh no, it
1: looking. was like the so. summer. It was like ninety degrees. I was like, "I wasn't. I haven't worn pants in three weeks. Like, how did this get in here?" <laughs>
0: You know, I know Chris has got to, got to go here, but I will close with this, that I think it's very cool that my debit card, my, you know, you pop it in, get cash once in a while, get all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It's got a picture of Billski on it.
2: Does
4: it really? Ooh, nice. Sexy. Really?
0: Bilski. His...
4: That's very cool. No,
0: just on mine, not on anybody else's. Oh, okay, I
4: was like. Is he no. closed?
0: <laughs> it he just
4: oh, that's Bilsky. real nice. <laughs> I'm just I'm
0: wondering. Bilsky.
3: The people want to know. Yeah,
0: Bilsky used to like you, but after this, you're out of the mix. Oh, sometimes.
2: Bilsky loves me. Hold on, why, you well, bear with me. here Bilsky on the card, but then the little chip reader is like the sensor.
1: It, yeah, it, right. Exactly. Yeah, covering him up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. Oh, I get it. I the like sensor. it. I like it. <laughs> I want that oh, card. Great. I will buy. Bilsky, free idea for you. You can yeah. have that one. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's good.
0: That's a good <laughs> one, AJ. Honest to God. Thank you, Chris.
4: Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. Bye,
0: Channel Chris. 5 is Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. And I should mention, since I mentioned Josh Arnold, I should mention that people are loving him on the family podcast. Josh is doing a hell of a job. So we like having him, as they used to say, on board. Can yeah. I say on board?
1: Yeah, you can say yeah, on the board. You can say whatever you want. It's your show.
0: Now, how do we go from having Chris Eggert on to the pain of having Sandy on? He
1: goes. <sighs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> <laughs> Poor well, Sandy. Well, I'm going to do that because he's not in the he's not in the uh, the back room yet, so to speak. He's on the waiting area, so I'm
0: going to. you can take a shot at him. We'll yeah.
2: badmouth him until he shows up.
0: Ah, uh, I love Sandy. His whole family's <laughs> great. As a matter of fact, but Sandy's a very special kind of guy. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Uh, I'm right next to you. You don't have to yell at me. That's all I'm saying. Do you guys ever live in New York though?
1: I uh, no. haven't lived, but it is No.
0: living in New York. You have to get really used to Hey, Tommy, how you doing? I say, you're like four inches from me. Calm down. You don't have to project quite that much. I what would, do you? Say?
3: I feel like I would thrive.
0: Oh, it's yeah. wonderful. I love living in New York. I love look. I love Minneapolis, St. Paul, Chicago, New York. Uh, LA was okay I was not a huge fan of it I liked it but I didn't love it
3: I don't think I could live in LA Oh I ex- not
0: now oh, Yeah,
3: I, It feels like whenever you talk to anybody everyone's trying to figure out what you do and how you can help them kind of vibe yeah. and if you can't you're like out you're an invisible I would be an invisible person
0: Yeah like- I understand no question about it Alright we'll take that break because we've got Mr. S- who grew up in New Jersey by the way Sandy. That's why he's got that brilliant cadence in his speech you know what i mean yeah yep. mm-hmm. the over projecting cadence of the hey tom how you doing that kind of deal yeah, it's like it. he's it's the staff sergeant exactly a drill sergeant <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, all right well, we do have to take a break we'll be right back sandy will join us right after this i am so happy to welcome back our longtime friends saber plumbing heating and air conditioning To the show, I've known Steve, the owner, for many, many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE-certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family, of course. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SaberHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms Zero Resified starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-Zero-Res, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carping. Do yourself a favor, call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC. A security and investment advisor, past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser.